respected brothers and sisters. Ibrahim alayhi salam, Ibrahim al-Khalil, undertook the difficult task of being a prophet of monotheism within an oppressive system. In an age of chaos, he tolerated hardship and created an awareness for freedom in people, in a people who were so used to oppression. Upon challenging the idol worship of his people, he was thrown into a blazing fire. They said, build him a furnace and throw him into the blazing fire. He is saved from the fire. قُلْنَا يَا نَارُ كُونِي بَرْدًا وَسَلَامًا عَلَىٰ إِبْرَاهِيمٌ And thereby he immigrates from the land of his parents and he becomes a foreigner in a strange land proclaiming إِنِّي ذَاهِبٌ إِلَىٰ رَبِّي سَيَهْدِينَ I will go to my Lord. Surely he will guide me. He was alone and separated from his people. But he had hope and faith. And how empty life would be without hope. He said, وَأَعْتَزِلُكُمْ وَمَا تَدْعُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ وَأَدْعُوا رَبِّي عَسَى أَلَّا أَكُونَ بِدُعَاءِ رَبِّي شَقِيَّةِ And I withdraw myself from you and that which you call apart from God. And I call upon my Lord, وَأَدْعُوا رَبِّي It may be that in calling upon my Lord, I will not be wretched. But this hardship is not lost on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. فَلَمَّا اَعْتَزَلَهُمْ وَمَا يَعْبُدُونَ مِن دُونِ اللَّهِ وَهَبْنَا لَهُ إِسْحَاقَ وَيَعْقُوبِ وَكُلًّا جَعَلْنَا so when he had withdrawn from them and that which they worship apart from Allah, we bestowed upon him Isaac and Jacob, and each we made a prophet. Our father, Ibrahim, Ibrahim al-Khalil, who we are celebrating and honoring during these blessed days of Eid al-Adha. Various aspects of Ibrahim's prophetic mission are addressed in the Holy Quran in over 200 verses, but the only passage to address what is known as the binding narrative, the sacrifice story, Qisat al-Dabih, occurs in Surah al-Safat. فَلَمَّا بَلَغَ مَعَهُ السَّعِي قَالَ يَا بُنَيَّ إِنِّي أَرَى فِي الْمَنَامِ أَنِّي أَذْبَحُكَ فَانْظُرْ مَاذَا تَرَى قَالَ يَا أَبَتِي افْعَلْ مَا تُؤْمَرْ سَتَجِدُنِي إِنْ شَاءَ اللَّهُ مِنَ الصَّابِرِينَ فَلَمَّا أَسْلَمَ وَتَلَّهُ لِلْجَبِينَ وَنَادَيْنَاهُ أَنْ يَا إِبْرَاهِيمُ قَدْ صَدَّقْتَ الرُّؤْيَا فَلَمَّا بَلَغَ مَعَهُ السَّعِي When the boy was old O son, I have seen myself sacrificing you in a dream. So what do you think? He said, Father, 
do as you are commanded, and God willing, you will find me steadfast. When they both submitted to Allah, and he had laid down his son on the side of his face, we called upon Ibrahim and said, Ya Ibrahim, you have been true to the vision. Ibrahim السلام, was tested at this moment. And the story of Ibrahim is not only about Ibrahim السلام, it is a paradigm story for all of us. Ibrahim السلام, left one thing behind and took one thing with him. He left his worldly understanding and he took his faith, his iman, his yaqeen. He knew it was the hardest sacrifice that could be demanded of him. But he also knew that no sacrifice was too hard when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala demanded it. وَعَجِلْتُ إِلَيْكَ رَبِّ لِتَرْضَى As Musa alayhi salam said. The theme of this story is submission, is taslim or Islam. In fact, Ibrahim السلام, is the one who named us Muslims as we read in Surah Al-Hajj. المسلمين. He named you or he called you Muslims. And this verse in Surah Al-Hajj is a possible reference to another verse in Surah Al-Baqarah. ربنا وجعلنا مسلمين لك ومن ذريتنا أمة مسلمة لك Our Lord make us submit to you and from our progeny from our offspring a community submitting to you and note how this root of سلمة appears in the Quran in connection to Ibrahim عليه السلام it's the concept of submission It's a story, brothers and sisters, of a human's perfection and his freedom from selfishness. It is a person's ascension to a higher spirit, to a higher love, to a higher station, to a higher maqam, to a strong will that frees him or her from anything that may hinder him or her, from anything that may hinder him or her from the responsibility bestowed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. إِذْ قَالَ لَهُ رَبُّهُ أَسْلِمْ قَالَ أَسْلَمْتُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ When his Lord told him, submit, he said, Ibrahim, he said, I submit to the Lord of the worlds. Like Ibrahim alayhi salam, we are expected to find our own Ismail's or Ishaq's, if you may. But who is your Ismail? It is whatever is so dear as Ismail was to Ibrahim. Whatever takes away your freedom and stops you from performing your duties, whatever keeps you from hearing and knowing the haqq, the truth, you will only know, you will only find out for yourself. In Surah Al-Qiyamah, بَلِ الْإِنسَانُ عَلَى نَفْسِهِ 
بصيرة People are well aware of their own souls You know best what is good for you Brothers and sisters A striking feature of this passage, of this episode of Ibrahim السلام, is that it does not name the son involved in the sacrifice as the Bible does. The question whether it was Ismail or Ishaq is debated in the tradition for a long time. As far as the Quranic text is concerned, the story is ambiguous and allows both possibilities. Perhaps this is intended, this is to show us that the Quran resists boasts over lineage and that the concept of a Muslim is clearly not predicated on one's bloodline or a particular historical community or a language. The Quran transcends race and the divine blessing is not conditioned upon nasab upon lineage. So the silence of the Quran regard, regarding the identity of the dhabih, of the son, is a way of protecting the moral of the story, protecting the lesson of the story from being lost in inter-communal competition. In this way, the story of Ibrahim السلام, upholds the Quranic proclamation in Surah Al-Anbiya, إِنَّ هَذِهِ أُمَّتُكُمْ أُمَّةً وَاحِدًا Indeed, your community is one community. It understands that universal truths are worth more than any local considerations. Islam finds itself at home everywhere. Islam enables a local routing which recognizes that فَأَيْنَمَا تُوَلُّوا فَثَمَّ وَجْهُ اللَّهِ Wheresoever you may turn, there is Allah's face. There is God's face. An important part of the healing that the Quran offers, the shifa of the Quran, an important healing of this shifa can be found in its insistence that religion includes and unites an outward and an inward dimension. This is precisely the point of the sacrifices uh, on these blessed days. Their flesh and blood will not reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but the taqwa that is in you will reach him subhanahu wa ta'ala hence part of the brilliance of the Quran is its insistence that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not worshipped by outward forms only but that he has established certain forms certain external forms as a context within which we perform the ibadah the narrative of Ibrahim السلام, the story of Ibrahim, of the sacrifice, has seen its fair share of philosophical and theological discussion throughout the centuries, after the Quran and before the Quran. For it presents a genuine case in which an obedience 
to a divine command would seemingly conflict with moral permissibility. Why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala need to test Ibrahim al-Khalil, the beloved of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in this apparently morally problematic way? Various answers have been given. Is it an opportunity for Ibrahim alayhi salam to show that his love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is supreme? Is it to show us that the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could involve a suspension of the ethical? Or is the story highlighting the dialectic between victory and defeat that we must experience defeat in this life just as we experience victory? The larger point we can make of this moral dilemma in the story is that it allows us to access the inner meaning of the world's signs and it forbids us to stop only at the outward surface. The story reminds us of the limitations of a purely superficial reading of the Quran and of phenomena in general. The Quran Wallahu a'lam is inviting us to understand this higher perspective which we might not understand. Wallahu ya'lamu wa antum la ta'lamun. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. You do not know. We do not know. The author of Fear and Trembling wrote about this difference between the external world and the world of spirit. In his analysis of the story of Ibrahim alayhi salam, he says, and I quote, imperfection is the fundamental law of the external world. Then he speaks about the spiritual world, the inner world. He says, it is different in the world of the spirit. Here, in the world of the spirit, an eternal divine order prevails. Here, it does not reign on both the just and the unjust. Here, the sun does not shine on both good and evil. Here, it holds true that only the one who works gets bread, that only the one who was in anxiety finds rest that only the one who descends into the lower world rescues the beloved. In some sense, this reminds me of the verse in the Quran that says, الْيَوْمَ تُجْزَى كُلُّ نَفْسٍ بِمَا كَسَبَتْ لَا ظُلْمَ الْيَوْمِ It is at that day that we shall see things clearly or perhaps الْأَشْيَاءِ كَمَا هِيَا and finally, it is Ibrahim alayhi salam who taught us the value of love. When he said in his famous supplication, which we read in Surah Ibrahim, he said, Rabbana inni askantu min durriyati biwadin ghayri dhi zar'in inda baytika al-muharram. Rabbana liyuqimu salah fajal 
أفئدة من الناس تهوي إليهم وارزقهم من الثمرات لعلهم يشكرون O Lord, I have settled some of my offspring in a barren land just beside your sacred house. So fill the hearts of some people with love for them. وارزقهم من الثمرات and produce fruits for them as a sustenance. لعلهم يشكرون that they might thank you. He says, فَجْعَلْ أَفْئِدَةً مِنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ تَهْوِي literally means to fall. In this context, والله أعلم, it means to fall in love. To fall in love with Mecca. To fall in love with the offspring of Ibrahim. As if Ibrahim is supplicating, My Lord, make the hearts of some people, minanas, of some people, fall in love with my progeny and with Mecca. And this is something that we see, especially in these days when we look at the Haram. Ibrahim in this verse mentioned love first. And then he mentioned sustenance, fruits. فَجْعَلْ أَفْئِدَةً مِنَ النَّاسِ تَهْوِي إِلَيْهِمْ That's love. And then sustenance. وَرْزُقْهُمْ مِنَ الثَّمَرَاتِ Why? Perhaps because if there is love, everything else will follow. The world of the spirit comes first. And then the external world. وارزقهم من الثمرات. And also note that Ibrahim عليه السلام used the partitive من من التبعيضية أفئدة من الناس some people. And these are the sincere lovers. These are the people whom Allah سبحانه وتعالى selects to love him. يحبهم ويحبونه. This verse is one of the most profound expressions of love in the Holy Quran and it is connected to Ibrahim Al-Khalil.